Steven was like a pretty scrawny dude, he probably got <laughs> hammered like really easily. Yeah, so fast. He'll say yeah. something really nerdy and then pinch their cheek. Like, the noogie? Yeah, yes. the noogie. back to a new episode of Millennial TV. We are your hosts, Liz, Candace, and Adrian, and we have a special episode today where we are interviewing a friend of mine, Rupert, who actually went to Laguna Beach High School during the filming of season one. He was friends with some of the main cast and has some really fun stories that he shared with us. But before we get into the interview, let's talk some pop culture. Every year, Kyle and I look forward to all of the Christmas specials that are on TV through the month of December. And the specials, you know, they help us get in the Christmas spirit, but we mostly watch them just to make fun of them because they're always like really corny and cheesy. So last night we watched the tree lighting ceremony from Rockefeller Center, and then it was followed up by Christmas at Graceland. And this was the first Christmas special ever to be filmed at Elvis Presley's house. And they did a bunch of segments outside of the house and then inside of it in like different rooms and stuff and there was a bunch of different celebrities who sang including Alanis Morissette, Post Malone, Lana Del Rey, John Legend and a ton more. So my dad is a huge Elvis fan so I knew all the songs and I was actually pretty excited about it because of that. Like I just grew up listening to Elvis. So it was actually really good. Like the singing was great. Like I was very pleasantly surprised with how it was. But the corniest part was so funny. They kept using projections. They would project onto the actual mansion outside giant photos of Elvis. <laughs> so like the person is like singing whatever Christmas song. And then like Elvis's face just like appears on the mansion behind them. <laughs> and there was one guy, Kane Brown, who he sang a Blue Christmas, like the Elvis version of it. Well, that was probably really good. It was really good. And then while he's singing, it Elvis like starts singing like behind him so it was like a little duet sort of thing happening (laughs) that's kind of cute I like it (laughs) it was very cool oh and Post Malone when he sang he did it like over the swimming pool they set up like a glass thing so he was like standing over the pool and that he jumped in the pool at the end like with his guitar can I just say he's totally (laughs) copying Taylor Swift because she has a whole bit no she has a whole bit where she jumps into the stage and it looks like water <laughs> Just saying, Posty. Well, he looks pretty ridiculous. So. <laughs> So it was really fun, and I really enjoyed that one. So I wanted to ask if you guys had any favorite Christmas specials you watch every year, or if there are any ones with celebrities from them that, like, you know, you've enjoyed in the past. Everyone makes fun of it on TikTok now, but do you guys remember the Christmas special with, it was Nick and Jessica? Yes. Like, <laughs> Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson, and Jessica Simpson and Ashley Simpson sang a really terrible duet of the little drummer boy (laughs) and I'm not gonna do an impression of it (laughs) but it was pretty terrible but that's honestly that's the first thing that comes to mind Mm -hmm. when I think celebrity Christmas special and then I remember like Glee would do a Christmas episode every year but I actually hate them (laughs) you hated the episodes or the songs the Christmas episodes okay I agree they were kind of out of place yeah they didn't fit in with the season at all yeah the songs okay they were okay but honestly I like like, the songs I don't know baby it's cold outside is one of my favorite Christmas songs Mm -hmm. and I really loved Blaine and Kurt together yeah Blaine was one of my favorite characters but I hated their duet Uh, of baby it's cold outside I thought it was awful it ruined it for me. And I love both oh the couple God. and the song. Yeah. So I thought that I would like really love it. Yeah. The arrangement was weird. I just wasn't into it. The Christmas episodes always felt out of place and they didn't contribute to the season at all. So like you right. could literally skip them yeah. and you're in a rewatch and it will not make a difference. And I actually do skip them I in agree. rewatches. Mm-hmm. Except for the one episode where Britney still believes in Santa because that one's pretty good. Oh, where they like but- do the Grinch <laughs> thing sort of. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I at least watch clips from it. But yeah, so that's the two things that I think of when I think of Christmas specials. Other than that, I mean, I obviously watch the Christmas movies every year, like right. the Grinch and stuff like that. But We actually watch the Nick Lachey and Jessica one like every year because it's on YouTube. And so Stop, it's like I our favorite. It. Yeah. <laughs> So my favorite part is like they're singing this one song and it's like they have a fake like house set up and Jessica is like outside of a window like looking cold but they're like in a studio and she's like singing into the window at Nick and I'm like <laughs> why is she doing this like it's so ridiculous yeah it was so weird I love it. it was so <laughs> weird 
And every time I see clips of that little drummer boy rendition on TikTok, <laughs> I laugh because it's so funny. And like at the time, you didn't realize how bad it was. Yeah. Because like Jessica Simpson and Ashley Simpson were really popular. Mm-hmm. And I personally had mm-hmm. a huge crush on Jessica Simpson. And I like loved her. Those triple threats for me, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, acting, singing, and dancing. You've mentioned her. I know. Times I know. <laughs> I love her. But I used to think she was like the world's best singer. And now I listen to her and I'm like, there's so much wrong. There's so much wrong here. <laughs> Is she bad? Okay. I used to like her between, so it was like Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. I like Christina. My sister liked Britney. Between Mandy Moore and Jessica, my sister got Mandy Moore and I got Jessica Simpson. So I used to love her and bought all her albums and stuff like that. But you're right. Listening to her live during some performances, I would still say she's a good singer, but yeah. she's like yes, pitchy yeah. at times. It's that thing that they used to make pop stars do with their voice, that baby thing. Uh-huh. Like Britney Spears did yeah. it too. It's vocal fry. Yeah. It, like, yeah. it totally kills the sound. And it's like, <laughs> it's just, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. It's so, so bad. But I, I super into her. I remember when she did the remake of Take My Breath Away and it was like her next song. Mm. You could like, Pretty much on any given day, blasting from my bedroom. You can probably hear the <laughs> Jessica Simpson version of Take My Breath Away. <laughs> While well, me trying to match the notes and like failing miserably. Like, yeah. I haven't watched any celebrity like Christmas specials, but I always used to watch the movies Once Upon a Christmas. Twice Upon a Christmas, if you guys have watched that, with Kathy Ireland. And she's just, like, this beautiful, angelic, heavenly figure that comes down (laughs) to Earth to, like, live with a... Was it a single dad and his daughter? Because I think their mother had passed away. And she's actually Santa Claus's daughter. (laughs) I think that's what we find out. That is so wholesome. It's just such a magical movie. (laughs) It was so cute. I can't find it anymore. I mean, like, it's usually on Disney Channel, um, Mm -hmm. Family Channel kind of tv so it's not on regular cable but i used to love that movie that's a good one i love it and i did used to love the glee ones as well i mean i do still put on their soundtrack um when it comes to christmas time i kind of refuse to listen to any other christmas songs except the glee version (laughs) so (laughs) or celebrity versions like i don't go for the originals i Mm -hmm. go for like the celebrity covers. oh yeah i do pop christmas yeah like justin bieber's little drummer boy it's so bad, but it's so good. Okay. <laughs> okay, so now let's get into the interview. So today we have a very special guest, my friend Rupert, who actually went to Laguna Beach High School. We know each other because my husband, Kyle, and then his fiance, Georgia, they grew up together. They knew each other since like babies. And so whenever we are all in the same state, we hang out. <laughs> so yeah. So I remember when you told me that you went to Laguna Beach High School, I was like, oh my gosh, like don't freak out right now. That is like the coolest thing. <laughs> so, oh my god. I, I know. I, know. <laughs> I mean it is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean all of that like the magic or whatever, like the wonder <laughs> of that. Like obviously when I'm just down in it and live in it, it's doesn't have kind the same whatever. effect mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah no I mean looking back it's definitely different I last night I was like all right I gotta maybe brush up a little bit and I just like got on YouTube and like pulled yes. up some like Laguna stuff from like the TV yes. show and I was like it came back really fast yeah. I was like oh okay I love it yeah there was like I watched a scene where it's like them at like a party and I like fully lost myself for a second I was like this honestly feels like I'm just back in high school at the wrong party looking around. Like, yeah, I know everyone's here, but like, why would I be hanging out? Yeah. So remind me, what year did you graduate from there? I graduated in 03. So the way I, I usually make an easy like reference for everybody is the very first season of the show, the main cast from that were one grade below me. Okay. Gotcha. Mm. Okay. So the cast graduated yeah. in 04 then. Yeah, the main bulk of people. Like, other than the juniors, yeah. Yeah, like Lauren and Steven, a few other people. Cool, okay. okay. Cool. So were you there at school when they were doing, like, the casting and stuff like that? Or was that afterwards? So as, like, a little bit of background, not to, like, dox myself too bad or anything. My senior year of high school, I didn't go to Laguna. Okay. I still lived a mile from the school and everything like that. I was a bad boy and <laughs> went to continuation. Uh, I 
just was a bad student really that's <laughs> there's not too much to that story but I regularly like went up to campus like to break into the school for lunch to hang out with my friends. <laughs> what a bad boy yeah <laughs> yeah like so so wrong with me right to like just hang out for a half an hour wait did you actually have to break in no I mean I just walked in <laughs> okay <laughs> okay um, like did they walk yeah. you out yeah no the campus is very open air uh I mean I, that's like another thing too is like the the school campus is everything other than classrooms are pretty much outside like we ate lunch outside in like a quad that's a lot of California mm-hmm. schools yeah straight up yeah. Dude. <laughs> but uh yeah I would go there anyway we had all heard that like MTV was coming to town to scout for rea- like a reality show mm-hmm. And they had gone to other high schools in the area also. Like Laguna wasn't the only one that they went to, mm-hmm. but I think it was like their main destination, number one. Mm-hmm. But they'd also gone to uh, Newport Harbor High School, which is just north of where mm-hmm. we're from. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that actually became a show. It too. did. It did. Yeah. It didn't get as much traction, but yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like I, I mean, how many times can you go back to that well? Exactly. Like, oh, cool, rich yeah. kids being rich. Yeah, sweet. Um, lightning only strikes the same place yeah. once, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, let's see if lightning will strike ten miles up the yeah. coast. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they scouted and then they came to campus and interviewed kids to see who they were going to try to get on the show. And as far as I was told, and it seems to be like kind of the general belief was that the high school immediately saw it as like way too invasive Mm -hmm. and they're like you cannot come on campus anymore like no mtv like at school Mm -hmm. and so like i think that's partially why the show happens outside of school like the whole time right yeah i always thought it was so weird that we never saw them actually go to school because the whole premise was that they're high school kids yeah exactly (laughs) and like they rarely talk about homework (laughs) yeah (laughs) Like, it's like they're just many adults and we don't even worry about yeah. school at all. Yeah. So I always thought that was really strange, um, but that makes more sense that the school was super yeah. against it. <laughs> yeah. I would have thought that they would have just like lapped up that opportunity. But right. surprisingly, they're like, no, nah, this is a hassle. Don't like, don't do that. So I would see them around town constantly everywhere you went for a couple years. There was just like some crew up to something oh or like <laughs> the kids like being filmed at like a location um the coffee shop that they would hang out at pretty regularly on the show like i worked there for almost like like three and a half years or something it was once the show kind of had stopped Mm -hmm. but like still is very familiar still so with the camera crew being around did people often try to like get on camera like (laughs) without being a part of the actual cast like did they just try to like show up and I think initially there was probably a lot of people like oh I want to be in on this (laughs) because as far as I know from some of the reliable information I've gotten was they felt like they got lucky when they started talking to people like Stephen Coletti and like Lauren Conrad because there was like a loose built-in friend group and they're just like we can just pluck all these kids and just like that they don't have to manufacture people coming from like all parts of the school right. which even though it's very small like everyone loosely knew each other and like was generally friendly but you know by high school everybody starts becoming their own mm-hmm. people and doing their own things and this and that but uh yeah I think as far as I was told it was like once they found that kind of friend group they're like perfect and so they just like took those kids and then the ancillary people surrounding them like when you watch the show back you see a lot of the same faces mm-hmm. that They'll never name, but they're like in the shots or talking to the main cast all the time. Well, and it actually kind of felt like Stephen, Lauren, Dieter, Kristen, they were a crew, but Morgan and Christina kind of felt like they were a separate crew that were put together for the purpose of the show. Like shoehorned. Yeah. Yeah, totally. My question then is, you mentioned that it was like an automatic friend group that they just kind of pulled from. Were they all really as close as it seemed like they were on camera? I can't speak like super close to that, but I I would say largely yes, especially watching what I watched back (laughs) again. I was like, man, so much of this stuff is like completely and utterly manufactured yeah. like these parties that <laughs> yeah. they're hanging i mean the very first episode of the show was like uh they go to the surf and sand hotel yep. 
and have mm-hmm. like the little like fancy dress party mm-hmm. like iconic yeah. mtv paid for that mtv <laughs> right. was behind all of that that was not something you regularly did down <laughs> yes. there yeah no, you guys no. were not sitting around planning these parties <laughs> at hotels <laughs> right yeah just like oh yeah let's just pay for a like that's a beachfront resort yeah. like one normal room yeah. there is probably <laughs> the opposite of cheap and uh, for a 16 year old like you know, yeah i don't care it where you're from it breaks my heart that that wasn't like yeah, we all believe i it. wanted to emulate it so badly <laughs> like i wanted to have hotel parties and be that person and i'm so sad that it was manufactured and not real because i tried so hard <laughs> yeah i think maybe the kids thought of the idea to have like the black and white thing maybe but yeah everything else was just like full setup like yeah, yeah. <laughs> so was there a group that you hung out with out of the cast specifically or that you, even if you like you know hung out a few times or whatever like was there a certain person in the cast that you were particularly close with or particularly knew well so like lagoon is pretty small right and most of the people that I went to high school with and everyone from the show did as well like most of us had known each other or at least have gone to school together since like before even anyone with double digits mm. you know like i used to take the same bus as steven when we would go to school and you know mm-hmm. things like that because even though his house was not very close to mine at all like it's just that route kind of thing and so you get to know people like over the course of that like uh he sat behind me in spanish in eighth grade mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like uh i had some class with lauren conrad at some point i don't like know her personally but yeah. um but like a lot of the guys from the early cast I did grow up with, like we played sports or whatever, like Trey and I were good friends growing up. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Even people that weren't the main cast, like Dieter, who mm-hmm. I saw constantly <laughs> when I was watching the show back yep. last night. I was like, I swear to God, I've seen his face more than anybody's. And yeah. We like, yeah. we're Dieter fans over here. <laughs> yeah. Him and I played soccer together like once upon a time. But yeah, like by the time we all got to high school, like, I had a separate group of friends and, Mm -hmm. you know, they did, but like Laguna is also a lot of it revolves around beach culture, like going to the beach, I guess. And so even if you don't hang out with people at lunch or whatever, like on the weekends and all summer long, no matter what beach you go to, you're going to bump in to somebody, you Mm -hmm. know, like whether or not you're directly hanging out. So it's like, you're seeing these people very regularly. And then the real parties, the, you know, non-hotel room, (laughs) fancy dress ones, like those were still really very regular. And I mean, there's some really cool overlap in like some like indie rock worlds, like a, a, a kid that a lot of people are friends with. His name's Ty Siegel, but he plays in a bunch of various garage rock bands and stuff like that. And is like a very, very successful musician now, like in his own right. He had his hand in making music and a lot of the parties would revolve around like his band was going to go play. Mm -hmm. So like everyone's like, let's go. We're going to go to this house. Ty's going to play. And then a bunch of underage people rolling in with 30 racks of beer, you know, and I guess for the show's sake, it's red solo cups or whatever. Yeah. Like no matter what click or whatever you were from, like most people were showing up to these parties because of like the word of mouth that Mm. was spread so fast. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. That was the big draw for most people and we never ever even saw. Yeah. We never see that at all. Yeah. Yeah. We get abandoned season three, but it's not that band <laughs> no. uh, i think actually the band that, that they show I, I can't remember their name i think it's open air stereo yes okay uh, the singer his name's chase yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah i know chase a little bit i think he's my brother's age like my brother's uh four years younger than okay. i am i knew him a little bit through just some sort of connection through town and getting to know him a little bit and like skateboarding and things like that that's awesome nice yeah, it is weird to like go watch a TV where like this was the most popular show MTV ever yeah. had at the time and being like, yeah. oh, that's so and so and so and so just like not stopping and being like, I don't even know that person, but I know their name. Kind of thing. <laughs> that's crazy. It's like um, kind of like having 
a video yearbook. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. But like, you're yeah. not in it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you didn't make the cut, right? <laughs> yeah. And a lot of these people are frozen in time. So, like, when I think of their face or whatever, it's like, that's, yeah. that's the version I think of like who they are. Yeah. Did any of your friends try to be on the show? Like, Most of my friends were in my grade. So, like, we had already aged out gotcha. by the time they were casting. But a big part of, I think, when they felt like they scored, like, talking to people like Lauren and Steven mm-hmm. and so on was that they all came from wealthy families right. and that was sort of like a prerequisite to be a person of note on the mm-hmm. show because mm-hmm. it wasn't interesting to just be a kid from that town like you had to like right. live that glamour or at least have the perceived mm-hmm. perception kind of yeah idea yeah like not that I would have even tried to get on the show anyway but <laughs> I came from like a working class family who didn't have too much despite the city I grew up in and you know eventually it's not like I was struggling or anything like that like in comparison to not to sound like I'm picking on her or anything like that but like Lauren Conrad is from a gated community at the end of town where the minimum cost of those houses are already seven digits Mm -hmm. like they're it's a very nice place and I think that's what they were aiming for that makes a lot of sense I remember the whatever season it was um I can't think of her name off the top of my head. Sorry, I didn't know her personally, but she's given like a gold leaf Bible oh, like her like graduation present. Christina. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I remember that. And like, just, it wasn't even so much the Bible part, like whatever, yeah. who cares? But like, uh, like where they were standing, I remember it was just like this like beautiful, like open air living mm-hmm. room that looked yeah. like, you know, a hacienda, like overlooking the ocean. Yeah. And just like, dang okay this is real serious stuff when it comes to like people with money was it weird to be surrounded by that kind of wealth and not having like not having it yourself necessarily like I know I grew up in like a particularly rich tech town in California and I grew up with friends with like tennis courts in their backyard and I was yeah. like that yeah. is not what's going on at my house right. totally <laughs> so... I don't know like thankfully if it did like affect me like growing up it was a little more like subconscious and I'm pretty thankful that like at the time I, I don't think I really sensed like shame or anything like mm-hmm. that like I mean I'm sure a lot of it's largely kind of void or you know died out a lot but like Laguna was full of like hippies and artists that like you know their life's work is making art not making money and so Mm -hmm. like there was a lot of people there that didn't have the glamour and all that other stuff that like inherited a house from you know two three generations and things like that but thankfully it's a pretty laid-back place and like despite the glitziness of it all it was generally pretty like accepting and kind of like chill so yeah, I can't say the same for everybody. I, and I would think it's fair if, like, other people kind of grew up in a much more, like, working class position, like, hand to mouth. And they're looking around and, like, you know, I remember hearing about, I don't think she was on the show, but it was, like, a girl that was, like, friends with some of them that were part of the younger cast. She got her permit, not driver's license, like, her permit, learner's permit, and, like, got a BMW oh as a gosh. gift. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's just like real, like real, real extremes. Right. Like even for the rich kids, I think that like even mm-hmm. that is kind of wild. But it still happened because it's like that town is just full of stuff like that. And there's only 800 kids in the high school. And when like 65% of them are all in like one of the highest tax or their families in that highest tax bracket. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting because the show portrays it that like everybody that lives there is super rich and has giant mansions and stuff yeah. like that. Like that's definitely what I thought. Yeah, it's nice to know that there were normal, normal people, people <laughs> out there. Yeah, yeah. 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 totally. Yeah. Not not a lot, but there's yeah. some. Yeah. <laughs> Like God, I can only imagine. Probably way less now. I would say. I'm sure. Less than ten percent. Yeah, yeah. Do your parents still live there? Uh, no. My family moved away. I want to say thirty years okay. ago uh, I want to say we moved in around 1992 and then my family moved away in 2011 okay. 2010 something there like for that a while though yeah yeah my family lives in or my parents like my mom and stepdad live in South Africa oh now. okay oh wow yeah. totally different 
just, just, yeah. just a little. <laughs> Lagoon is full of South African people, but that's kind of a total aside. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. One of the restaurants uh, that's in town is like a South African like type restaurant owned by South Africans. I think they showed it on the show once, but hmm. whatever. Not as important or interesting. We love tracking oh, the restaurants I mean, yeah. on the show, actually. Yes. We look it up from time to time to see if they're still yeah. open. Yeah, Mozambique is there. I'm sure I want to say they've gone there, or at the very least, I've seen those people yeah. there. <laughs> How many times did you go to Pasta Pomodoro's? Zero. <laughs> they go there all the time. Yeah. Because they go there all yeah. the time. Yeah, I have no idea where that, I can't even remember where that was. There were some iconic yes. dates there. I mean, to young kids, that probably that was like the fanciest shit. Yeah. To them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I used to think Olive Garden was, like, the fanciest. <laughs> so I'm sure that was, like, Laguna's Olive Garden. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's like the equivalent. Yeah. yeah. Like $26 entrees. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that was a restaurant down on Forest Avenue, which is, like, a downtown. It's, like, a kind of, like, a main mm-hmm. drag. Uh, it's now blocked off to traffic, so it's only for oh, traffic. Oh, wow. Uh, it's kind of a cool area. Yeah. That's cool. There's oh. some long-standing restaurants there. I'm pretty sure that's where Pomodoro okay. used to be. Like that okay. space still exists. It's probably just a different name. What was the town like after like it got super popular? Like, because I've heard that at first, like the city, like people living there, like kind of didn't like it. But then once it gained popularity, then they were trying to be like promote their businesses and stuff. Like, were you able to see any sort of difference in that? So like Lagoon has always been a really heavy like tourist destination, especially during summertime. Yeah. It's like the quintessential picturesque california beach city and it's far enough away from the la bustle but not far to the point where it's like a trek Mm -hmm. so it's like you can get there from lax you know on a good day in an hour yeah i didn't see too many like adult people like expressing any kind of frustration it's not like they were shutting down streets Mm -hmm. or anything for me it was like just the nuisance of not being able to go to a spot because they might be filming there things like that mm-hmm. but i i could see absolutely like oh like the coffee clutch got so much play that first season of like the two laurens going and getting coffee or whatever yeah that drummed up a lot of business for that place and i did work there for years and you know people would talk about mm-hmm. it even you know i worked there in like 2008 or 9 and people would still mention the show they're like oh people still come in and like things like that and yeah. i can imagine a lot of other people wanting to parlay the popularity right the show pasta pomodoro probably mm-hmm. have a oh lot of reservations yeah. like, for <laughs> at least a little while yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, speaking of Lawrence, why were so many people named So Lawrence? many. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because there's Lauren Conrad, there's Lo, Lauren Bosworth, yeah. Then there's Alex H, who's really Lauren. <laughs> and then Lauren there's Polster, <laughs> who's Lauren Polster. Yeah. So I just, yep. was there more Lauren? Was it like. <laughs> there probably was yeah i just always thought that was so funny that literally almost everyone in town was named lauren (laughs) must have been really popular that year i don't know yeah since you mentioned like that you used to hang out with like trey and stuff like that when you watched them on the show did it feel like they were the same person or that they were like the people you did hang out with did it feel like they were putting on a show for the camera at all for the most part it seemed pretty genuine but yeah it, it was pretty funny to see that like it's a lot of just like these types of these kids that i grew up with just like more or less being themselves at least within the circumstances that they were mm-hmm. in it's like knowing that there's a multiple cameras that are like this big <laughs> with like some dude part of a union like pointing it at you the whole yeah. time and then like someone <laughs> off camera being like okay, that was cool. That was a great candid moment. Let's do it again. Oh my gosh. You know, like, yeah. Where it's like, that was like, that actually happened. Yeah, like MTV would help kind of like grow the ideas into bigger things, like the fashion show right. or whatever. <laughs> Trey was definitely the mastermind behind that. Like, sorry, buddy, but like those fucking ridiculous trucker hats he would wear like on the show, like he like he made those he made them himself yeah like uh which yeah. is really cool like that somebody who like 
comes from a pretty privileged like position mm -hmm. still wants to be like a creative person doing things themselves so he really did do things like wear like a belt around his arm and like the, yeah. the fashion was real okay Dude, that okay. shit was the most real like maybe maybe he was like put like turning it on like or turning the dial yeah. up a little bit because like maybe he thought he could like parlay that into something bigger after the mm -hmm. show but uh, yeah for the most part he just kind of had that very of its time fashion sense <laughs> i'm so glad i did rewatch a little bit of it last night because like there was some stuff that i would have completely glossed over that i was just like oh yeah i was like everyone like 80 percent of the people are wearing trucker hats <laughs> and 80 percent of those people are wearing them backwards yeah. in like, the exact same yeah. way yep. and like a couple brands popping up seeing them there was like a laguna based brand that was just called turkey like oh. the animal oh. um, and I, I spotted it in the in in like one of the clips last night and i was like that was like a not successful surf brand mm. run by someone from laguna and so there's like these weird like trends within the bubble blowing up so like these brands that never got successful outside mm. of our town were like things like on mtv yeah. which i that was really weird That's so too. interesting yeah. yeah did you watch the show when it aired Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Me and all my friends, we would all get together and it was like, let's, all right, let's see. That's funny. Yeah. Did you watch season two and season three as well? Uh, one and two, and then three, I watched a little bit, but by the time that happened, I only personally knew Talon was on season three. Talon and I yeah. grew up together. You know, I have plenty of stories with him, like him and I growing Can up. Can you put in a good word for us? Because he, I want him on the pod and he didn't respond to my Instagram message. Oh, man, what a butthead. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's been, it's been a really long time since I talked Oh, to him. I'm just kidding. But, um, it is funny to see, like, see him on the show and then, like, every conversation was like someone alluding to something that he did they're like don't do that again or like don't be like that and then he like kind of nods and i'm like what was like what is this motherfucker up to like being shady over here like he's like probably saying like like stuff to girls to like kind of like you know put something out there but then being like no 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 you know, oh, yeah. is the most interesting character on that show for me i always say this i think he understood the assignment like way more oh, than absolutely. anyone else like he knew what was happening he knew what they wanted and he delivered yeah <laughs> like he was very much like i am going to give them a show <laughs> and i love it yeah his personality is <laughs> built for that like even in high school he's one of those people who are like you're like, hey, man, what's up? Are you good? How are you? Like, and he's like, genuine. It's a very quick, but it's like, he's engaged with you right away. But you could tell, like, he's a genuine, it's just like built in that DNA. He's like a people person. Mm -hmm. And, but also in the sense that it's like, he's not just a people person, but he's like extremely charismatic. And so he'll pull you in quick. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. He seems like he's like that mm -hmm. on the show. Yeah, yeah he, he has the perfect demeanor for kind of like, catapulting himself into something bigger and uh he's always in the mix yeah yeah i don't, I don't want to this was a long time ago and i don't want to like put him on blast too bad it wasn't like the worst thing in the world but so a real quick story uh sorry talon but like, whoever hears this i love it post show a lot of those guys were trying to parlay the success of the show into a career for themselves which mm -hmm. like i can't fault them for despite some of that sometimes feeling a little corny or cheesy or whatever. I can't say I wouldn't have tried myself, you know, like yeah, if you're like, cool, hey, I get paid to just like stand in front of a camera and hang out. Oh like, gosh, yeah. hell yeah. Why wouldn't you like try to do that forever? I mean, look at Kristen Cavallari today. Like she yeah, exactly. did such a good job doing that. Yeah. 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 Like she's just some kid that she's not even from Laguna. Her family came from Colorado. Mm. Like they lived there for long enough. It's not right. like they're like not. That was sad. that sounded like some sort of like anti like, locals <laughs> only, bro. Yeah. Like whatever. You're gatekeeping. Yeah, boy. It's like, oh, you you weren't born at South Coast Medical Center down on PCH. <laughs> like, F off. No. Uh, yeah. Okay. Whatever. Let me just get to that story about Talon because it's gonna drive me insane if I don't do it. So yeah, we're like uh, at a house party as one does in Laguna. You know, naturally, I'm sure Ty's band probably played, and Talon comes to the party and everyone is out of high school by then or like mm -hmm. freshly out of high school talon's going around the party introducing himself to people so 
he like is going around he's like hey what's up i'm talent like what's up i'm talent and he like went to a buddy of mine who is in talent's grade had classes with talent like there's no way you don't even if you don't know each other personally you know that person he's like hey what's up i'm talent and he was like yeah, man, I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, was, that, was whole, that was the whole story. Oh, my God. And that, honestly. Alan going around being the social butterfly he is and introducing himself to people yes. that, like, already knew him. Who we knew him. should have known for years by then. That is so accurate to what I think yeah. talent is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah I, I tried to check in on everybody to see what they got up to, if they ever kind of, like, managed to get roles in anything or whatever. But I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't see a whole lot. But I also didn't look super hard. I just want to do a whole episode of stories about Talon now. <laughs> I know. I love that you were close with Talon. Yeah, that, it's... like, makes my whole day. Yeah. A lot of it had to do, like, like laying the foundations when, like, all of us were pretty young, you know? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's two elementary schools, one middle school and one high school in, in Laguna. So it's like you might have gone to a separate elementary school and then everyone kind of comes together after that. So it's like right. you knew half those kids already because of, like, sports or after mm-hmm. school stuff, things like that. But uh, I retold Georgia a story about Talon and like staying over at his house. Like, uh, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, a story that like it's not worth sharing on here about like, <laughs> Talon and uh, Talon's dad. I have a question Were promposals a big thing back then, or was that done mainly for the show? I'm pretty certain that was the show. <laughs> to be fair, though, I was already too old. And at that time in my life, I was like way too punk for something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Funny aside though, rewatching what I watched last night when they go to the prom, they show it on the show. They just show it without like saying anything. But the person that won prom queen was a good friend of mine to this day. Her name's Claire. It shows a shot of her putting her hand up in the camera's face. Like during the prom thing, she's wearing like a blue sequin dress, red lipstick, She's easy to spot, too. She's got a gap tooth um, that's, like, a trademark look mm-hmm. for her. But, yeah, she won prom queen. She was, like, the punk rock girl. I think MTV was probably not psyched on that because it was no one from the cast. <laughs> yeah. But everyone else was psyched, and, like, the people from the show voted for her. A little behind-the-scenes fact, Claire actually worked on the show. Like, MTV hired oh. her. Okay, is it Claire who does the year-end graduation video? Yes, Oh yes. my goodness! Oh, okay. perfect. Yeah, so Claire now is an actual like big time video director. Wow. Um, she lives oh, in New cool. York City. Um, I don't know if she still works for Warner Brothers, but she makes music videos like oh for my gosh. a living. Oh wow! And like her start was getting to help on the MTV show. Wow, that is amazing. Yeah, talk about someone who really like took advantage, you know, and really yeah, that is amazing. Yeah. Oh, 100%. She just went back to her art college a couple days ago and was a guest speaker, like coming to teach the students about music videos. Wow. Yeah, it's a it's a trip. Like the people that were most successful from the show, I mean, aside from the big names, Mm -hmm. like were people like Claire. Mm -hmm. Pretty interesting. But yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, she's brilliant. And uh, when she won prom queen, I think her and I were dating actually but oh my God. Uh, oh, so you could yeah. have been prom yeah so my my girlfriend was the punk rock prom queen at the time. <laughs> so you really were like two degrees away from being on tv yeah, yeah i got all the behind the scenes <laughs> info from her because yeah. she would go and work on the show during the day i even knew where like they had a secret office in town on pch and like i knew where it was it was like unmarked and everything question about the prom and everyone being drunk in the limo after was that like a normal occurrence that people would get drunk at your school dances uh yeah Yeah. (laughs) really okay our school was so against that that like if you were drunk at a school dance you were then banned from every school dance for the rest of the year like so i was always shocked that they were able to get away with that yeah. Um, and being so intoxicated, because um, I don't know <laughs> if you saw. hammered. <laughs> hammered. I don't know who it is, but there's, Steven's talking to somebody and he just vomits right out the. Yeah, cap, he gets out. Right yeah, out yeah, the yeah, yeah. 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 So I was like, you know, that's it, not only drunk, but like wasted yeah. <laughs> at a school function. Absolutely. I, I think at least my guess would have been that like inside they were well behaved enough to where the chaperones probably didn't pick up on it enough Mm -hmm. that or like most everybody was like at least partially drunk to the point where like well we can't kick everybody out kind of thing um (laughs) yeah yeah, i mean like partying is a 
big part of the culture. And like, I think that's a big part of how people stayed not friends, but friendly with like clicks outside mm-hmm. of your own. Cause like the town's very small, the school's very small. And like more often than not, you've known these people since you were a little kid. So like, even if you're not regularly hanging out at the time, it's like still fine seeing people around and you can still say what's up and, you know, be cordial right. and things like that. Right. Pretty much the second you hit like maybe sophomore year or something like that. It's like, you're trying to find parties and where they're yeah. happening. And I have no idea how many, how these kids were getting alcohol. Cause at the time I didn't drink. So I have no clue. That's what I was always wondering. Where is it coming from? Who's mm-hmm. supplying it? Is it MTV? I'd maybe. You never know. I mean, cause technically that would not be legal, but like no. the, the, right. the solo cup was like, a, that was by design. You can't show an, like a minor drinking alcohol, but like if you were drinking out of an opaque cup where you have no idea what's in it, like you could be openly drinking as long as you don't say it out loud. It's like perfectly yeah. fine. Or a cologne bottle in one of those yeah. episodes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know from other MTV shows that they are more than happy to supply you with alcohol to get drama captured on television. Now it's a little bit different because they're minors. Yeah. Right. Um, but I think at the very least they were turning a blind eye. Oh yeah, for sure. Because almost every single party that they attend, they're all drunk probably a hundred percent of those parties yeah (laughs) when I watched when I was younger I never picked up on it because I wasn't like a partier or a drinker and now as an adult I'm like holy crap these kids were wasted oh yeah I almost don't know how I didn't see it because like even in the prom episode when he's vomiting out of the limo I'm just like normal I'm like oh (laughs) tired (laughs) yeah he must be so tired like just puke from dancing too hard yeah (laughs) so that's i don't know i kind of have a feeling that mtv was like there's some alcohol in the one van over there you know (laughs) i'm not gonna lie i guarantee there was some sort of way around it that they're just like yeah it's fine it's It's like this alcohol is just just happens to be here and like if you were to drink it out of a red solo cup like none of us could say anything right i'm not really gonna i can only imagine how weird it was for like that film crew being like full-blown adults in your like 20s 30s or whatever like holding these cameras and like 80 pounds over your shoulder and just like watching 16 year olds just get absolutely shit-faced and like embarrass themselves like so badly Mm. and you're like I'm a grown person just like documenting <laughs> yeah. this. Like, how bizarre. Like, okay, so speaking of being drunk, I have to ask you about the Cabo episode. I know you probably, I mean, did you go on trips like that for spring break? No, no. no. Okay. No. <laughs> Not at all. Was that no. normal or was that for the show? I'm assuming that was for the show. Mm-hmm. But I mean, to be fair, I don't know. Like, I would believe that like, some of those wealthier kids that hung out regularly, like maybe they could plan some type of trip like that. And like, maybe their parents would pay for something like that. But I I can't really say for sure. But I would believe that that was flossed by MTV. So when the kids came back from Cabo, and there was like this huge blow up with Kristen and Steven in Cabo, was it talked (laughs) about at all? Or like in school? Like, is that was that a big deal? Like the way that it seems like it is in the show? I think the interpersonal drama of, like, the little love triangle that, like, the show is sort of based around, Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone cared. Like, (laughs) I don't think anyone gave a shit. And yet we all cared so much. I mean, like, that's how they got you. That's how they pulled you in. If it was just three people hanging out and it's like, yeah, they used to date, but now we date and it's all good. Like, no one cares about that. Like, you know, people want to see 17, 18-year-olds being like, yeah, I love you. And then like, look across the room and like lock eyes with your ex-friend or whatever. Like that's, that's good TV. But yeah, like when it came to the two, I've heard that it was like, they genuinely like, didn't actually like each other. But like the drama side of it was more like heightened for the show. Mm -hmm. Like stuff like that. You mean Kristen and Lauren. Right. Yeah. Like the, the love triangle aspect, I think was something that was, I think, just played up like Mm -hmm. quite a bit. But also, to be fair, like, these are not people I was talking to on the daily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, maybe, maybe. But they probably. said that, too. They said the same thing. Like, they yeah. probably yeah. weren't each other's favorite 
people, but yeah. they didn't hate each other as much as the show made it look like. Yeah, I started to feel like I could read between the lines, like seeing them when they were being filmed at in the same location. It was like, yeah, they weren't friends clearly, but like you could tell there wasn't like genuine animosity either. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think it was that big of a deal. That's why they edited all the looks the way they did. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch the Cabo episode? Yeah, I, yeah. Not recently, but yeah. Were you all, like, kind of shocked by the behavior, or were you like, that's pretty normal? Like, for Steven and... At the time, I just thought it was mostly embarrassing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, Only in the sense that it's, like, young people making an ass of themselves. Right, yeah. Like, which, like... Yeah, no, it doesn't matter that it's the MTV show or not. It's like, that's just embarrassing. Yes, <laughs> right. I think at the time, too, Steven was, like, a pretty scrawny dude. So, like, he probably got <laughs> hammered, like, really easily. Yeah. So fast. Yeah. Um, and, true. like, I saw a lot of scenes where, he, like, he'll say something really nerdy and then do something kind of funny. Like, he'll go up to somebody and be like, what's up? And then, like, say a goofy thing and, like, pinch their cheek, like, cute. Yes, like, and then yes. we noticed that, too. Uh-huh. Where, like, we'll... The noogies? Yeah. Yeah, the noogies. And yeah. then, like, I burst out laughing last night. It was, like, it, it cuts away in, like, the middle of when it's happening. Steven goes, like, up behind somebody, like, some girl at, like, a party or whatever, and gives her, like, you know, like, a side hug, says something, and then, like, redescribing it probably doesn't do it justice but he like it's the weirdest and goofiest like <laughs> awkward looking thing but he like rubs the back of her head and like, oh, it's just yeah. like <laughs> i was like that's a drunk guy thing like only drunk yeah. people yeah. Like, that. Yeah. like yeah it's been years and years since i've seen or talked to the guy but i'm i'm sure he's a nice dude yeah. Yeah. it's hard for me to forgive him for that episode <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Steven and I have some love-hate relationship going on on the pod. Yes. So. Yeah. I mean, hopefully he'll cruise on here and then y'all can hash it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be good. First of all, I love that you just said cruise. Dude, um, there's, I mean, there's lingo that Laguna. just comes out. That, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know until last night that like Kristen did some sort of little like reunion thing with some mm-hmm, of the cast. Mm-hmm. And there was like the clip of like her car explodes. She pulls over on PCA. She's like, my mm-hmm. car is Dunzo. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I've heard Dunzo like everywhere, like since then. And like that I knew to be a distinct Laguna thing, like Dunzo. That's interesting. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty amazing. She coined her own term. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that was, she wasn't the first, but she definitely, I would say like, put it out into the world for everyone else to hear and like yeah i don't know if anyone thinks of it as a laguna thing but i absolutely do and like there's certain things that just like it's so intrinsically connected that like yes you Mm -hmm. you know if you know you know you can tell watching this show that there's just certain things that like people are saying because of where they live like it's Mm -hmm. very like gnarly and like cruise <laughs> yeah. on over yeah. and like it's just very like surfer town speak cruise yeah yes. cruise is still yeah. very i mean that's in my regular rotation to this day yeah you know i'm yeah. almost 40 now and like yeah. yeah there's certain vernacular and then some insider info greetings and goodbyes are very distinct and like you know when someone is from your area by that because it's like you can say what's up or hey or like it doesn't matter exactly what like the verbiage is but like how you approach somebody and it's always like the high five is the slap and pound like Mm -hmm. so yes we see that a lot you see it on the show a million times (laughs) over like that is normal and to this day if somebody gives me like a normal high five my hand falls into a fist immediately (laughs) after and I'm expecting like the bump and like you don't bump my fist after like it's not like we have a problem, but like you're clearly <laughs> not from where I'm from. Like that's funny. I mean, thank God the show aired when it did. Like, can you imagine if this show was current? No. No. A big part of the fallout of the show for me was being hit up by people on the internet, like incessantly. And oh. this is the MySpace era. Mm-hmm. My DMs were relatively full, like almost weekly. Because you were friends with the cast and they saw you or it had nothing to do with the fact that like i happen to know some people because i think the people messaging me didn't know that because mm-hmm. like i'm not oh. i'm not a character i'm not on film at all yeah um, right. and i think they just saw 
Laguna Beach. Like, and oh. my age was probably, you know. So, like, I distinctly remember someone from Australia messaging me. <laughs> and they're like, are you really from Laguna Beach? Is that a real place? <laughs> and, like, every now and then, I it depends it just on how I receive the message. But sometimes I would just outright lie to everyone's face <laughs> and just say <laughs> stupid shit to mess with them or, like, I'm like, nope, show's not real. Place isn't real. Like, not real. Like, you know, Warren Conrad's a paid actor or whatever. Like, stuff. But then, like, more often than not, I would just kind of, like, flatly kind of just tell the truth and being like, yeah, it's it's just any other reality show. It's just mm-hmm. they're people from a town. They're not, it's not a big deal kind of thing. But I remember being like, giving somebody like, yeah, it's real. It's, it's not as big of a deal, man. It's just a TV show. And they responded with, do you know Lauren Conrad? Can I have her phone number? <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, that's like insane. Like that's insane. Did you have her phone number? <laughs> no. <laughs> I could have gotten it. I absolutely could have yeah. gotten it. I would have only had to just, I probably just hit up Claire being like, hey, do you have yeah. phone number? <laughs> that's crazy, man. Yeah. That, I mean, just like, what would you even want from these people? They're regular right. kids, like just yeah. being filmed. It's so weird to think about, but like we all were like, we wanted to be them. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's so crazy. Like, cause you went to school there, so it was totally different for you. But I like I did not have that desire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I emulated my life after them. Like Laguna and the Hills were like, I don't know, it, it was very formative <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I I mean, it is wild to think because it's like like this that's what I witnessed on the weekend partially yeah you know I mean half the time I was way too cool or whatever <laughs> yeah like seeing that it was like an aspirational lifestyle I guess mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. The, and thinking of that and being like man like I just can't relate because I'm like these are the people I see all the time and like I don't I don't care right. or whatever <laughs> and you know I've told these guys before, but I, ninth grade, I wrote a paper about how Lauren Conrad was my hero and how I admired her. I know. I know. And it's just, it's so weird to hear you be like, yeah, I didn't give a shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like I absolutely was too cool. Like, you know, like I I was, I was a kid for one. And like, even though like secretly it was like, that probably would be kind of fun to do like Mm-hmm. shit get paid to be on mtv and then like whatever but yeah i mean the fallout of i i can only imagine how often those people were like hit up i remember seeing like the red carpet stuff of like them going to events and then like <laughs> oh them gosh. barely being able to dress themselves because like they're like 17 18 years old and like it's also 2003 so style is at an all-time low yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh I know and uh, looking back I'm just like I thought that was the cutest outfit or I thought that was like so on point and it just it isn't yeah, it isn't the, like, the knit bubble skirts like over denim jeans yeah. or whatever like yeah. there was some incredible shit like I mean salute to my guy Trey for just putting it out there just like he saw the future or whatever his version interpretation of the future was going to be he was like fuck yeah I knew it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah shout out to Trey for just I mean that like it makes my eyes bleed now like, ours too <laughs> it was lit yeah not that I looked any cooler because I definitely didn't but uh well no that's not true I can say I there were like two distinct styles of this era and it was like scene kids and emo kids and punk kids and then it was like preppy kids yeah and there was like no in between it was like either you're part of this or you're part of that and it's just really interesting because you didn't see a lot of that like scene punk kind of yeah you know on the show i'm sure there were kids dressing like that and doing that but you just don't see it much right yeah there was like the occasional punky kid like i'm sure when it showed claire in her regular street clothes it was like acid wash jeans punk band shirt you know whatever yeah she was the only one who had that style that you saw on the show yeah i mean i think that was like another interesting thing of laguna is like it being its own small bubble like there is a lot of kind of like I guess cross pollination, you can say. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what people outside of you know where I'm from would view like the kids on the show as like what type of clique it was. Like, I never thought of anyone that I went to high school with as preppy. 
I was like, I think of preppy as like an East Coast thing of like the Abercrombie polos with the collar mm -hmm. up, you know, kind yeah. of thing, which like, I guess Trey kind of had that like a little bit of that, but he was like mixing it with like other things. Yeah. And like some of these kids that are wearing like the trucker hats and like a surf brand shirt, like yeah. they might like a punk band or two or whatever. Like Talon yeah. and I like stayed friendly, like through high school because like he also was really into the misfits and like that's like one of my all-time favorite bands but it's like you would watching the show he just looks like some dude you know like, yeah or he wears a little studded bracelet like mm -hmm. whatever a couple of times <laughs> that was like his like i'm into punk you know like, <laughs> um, but like that's that was normal back then it was like if you were only into punk a little bit you only showed it a little bit you know mm -hmm. like really really quick to clarify claire's graduation video that was real or she was hired by mtv to do the graduation video i think it was just real i as far okay. as i know i could i wish i asked her this i just talked to her like two days ago <laughs> um, i did not mention that i was doing this though i yeah. totally should have well if you talk to her again just clarify and then let us know and we'll make an addendum yeah, yeah for sure i'll have like a, re a re emergence extended edition episode yeah <laughs> Yeah, we were wondering if that was real or not, because it's like such a huge part of the graduation episode. Yeah. And it was so random that she's just walking around town <laughs> with video equipment and yeah, like catching Trey on his skateboard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, now that you told us that she worked for MTV, like it makes a lot more sense. It makes Way a lot more sense. sense. Yeah. 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 Not in like a, like she wasn't like an MTV employee. She wasn't like a industry plant right. or whatever, but like that was like her first kind of foray into like real movie work or film work so cool that is like, awesome yeah pretty rad yeah like i can't say enough good things about her she rules that's, that's awesome cool. okay one last story it actually has to do with the show okay <laughs> this was the most annoyed i'd ever been with a show in my entire life <laughs> it was very petty of me but i went down to the beach and it was the morning time and i was down at uh near the montage resort which is the southern part of town and they have a beachfront called Treasure Island. And I went down there to go skimboarding with me and my friends. Skimboarding got kind of weirdly popular from the show because Steven does it on the show. Yeah. That was like a running joke too. I was, sorry, buddy. Uh, it's like the way uh, he would skim. And th there's this thing that I've seen other people do it to like kind of maintain their balance. Because you're sliding on flat, like wet sand when there's no fins to have control. Whatever, this is getting mm -hmm. too long-winded already. But he would do this <laughs> thing where... Uh, when he was bouncing, he'd be like hunched over and his hands would do this like churning kind of movement. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've seen other people do that, but yeah. since it was on the show and like, I think there's multiple clips of Steven skimboarding and he's doing that every time, like that became the Steven Coletti. So, like, if you're doing the arm thing, it's like you did the Steven Coletti or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's, that's epic. <laughs> but anyway, this was uh, Steven was not present for this moment. I put my stuff down in the sand. There was no one on the beach. The beach was empty that day. So, uh, Jason Waller was down on the beach. Oh, with, my gosh. I'm assuming Lauren. I, I, honestly, I, I mean, you guys, your lore is better than mine. It was either Lauren, Jessica, or Alex M. It was one, it was one of the blonde girls, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then it oh, was Lauren. Lauren. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, I think it was Lauren. And so they were down at the beach, just like sitting on the beach together, like just hanging out and talking. I'm assuming it was just like a fabricated, like, we're going to take you guys here and you guys are going to talk about this kind mm -hmm. of thing to set up the theme of the episode which was a very common thing that they did it's like a really long shot down the beach and it just shows like it's like it's just the two of them on the beach sitting <laughs> alone but it's like little does everybody know that like me and my two friends were <laughs> the only other people on the beach just skimboarding oh my gosh. <laughs> and my my stuff was in their shot in their like wide shot and somebody like one of the guys with like his headphone and his battery pack or like whatever comes up to me he's like Hey bro, uh, I don't know if you called me bro, but whatever. <laughs> like, it's like, hey bro, can we, uh, can we just like scoot your stuff back like a few feet, like you know, like whatever? I looked at him just like flat. I was like, no. <laughs> and then, and, like he was just like, oh, uh, and then like kind of jogs off for a second, and then like I turn my back and I was like looking at the waves or something not important, and I turn around and guy just grabs my shit and starts moving it back out <laughs> oh of the gosh. shot and i just i started yelling at him i, I it was all for nothing and they, they they still got their shot or whatever yeah that is but, so funny um, yeah i don't know if that's season two or three but there's some scene with jason and lauren yes. sitting on the beach 
alone and it's like me and my three friends were right there and i was shouting at mtv like don't touch my fucking stuff you fucking <laughs> i feel like i know what scene this me too is i think i know it's definitely it's season, season two. two and we are so talking about yeah. it when it pops up yeah. and we're retelling this and story we're gonna look for your stuff in <laughs> the yeah. background yeah. yeah so just picture me and two of my friends skateboarding like just off to the left while that's happening and uh, it's a uh, yeah, amazing MTV magic i guess Okay, real quick, did you know Jason? Uh, like barely, because like he was friends or friendly with like some of my closer friends. Like mm-hmm. Jason was also a skateboarder and actually really good. He was like a good skateboarder, but I always thought it was weird because I never considered him like a skater. Like he was just like a party dude who happened to be very good at skateboarding or like a jock that mm-hmm. happened to be like really good at skateboarding in the non-derogatory sense of jock <laughs> i guess yeah uh, did he really look like a 40 year old in person <laughs> yeah he had, like thick facial hair whatever like he had like a chin strap beard when he was like yeah. 16 or something like yes. that <laughs> all right well stop oh it's all good i honestly didn't expect to blab for this long so <laughs> no it was super fun i had a great time i loved it i could go for longer <laughs> <laughs> to do this again yes yeah. i didn't expect to enjoy talking about my hometown i'm usually pretty reluctant so yeah. well thank you so much for doing yeah, this thank really you. Awesome. i mean thank you for having me i was worried that i would have no useful information for you guys and i'll just be this absolute dud you'll have to delete later or something no, no there were so many gems you're giving us so, so many good i know i love it yeah yeah well thank yeah. you so much again this was awesome yeah, yeah, yeah of course you. guys i had fun Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode. I just wanted to say a big thank you again to Rupert for coming on the podcast, and we hope that he'll join us again sometime in season two. Next week, we have another exciting episode where we'll be going through the special features that can be found on the Laguna Beach season one DVDs. This will be our final episode of our season one, so you don't want to miss it. If you enjoy listening to us, please consider subscribing to or following the podcast on whichever listening platform you hear us on. We always love any type of feedback and you can reach us at millennialtv at gmail.com. That's millennialteav at gmail.com or on Instagram at millennialtv. This is Liz, Candace, and Adrian, and we hope to have you back next week.